0: Welcome to the Fierce Goddess Collective. From our hearts to yours, we share the gifts of beautiful goddesses to the world.
1: Hello, Amanda. Here we are again. Oh, hi. hi. <laughs> and I am really excited for us to have this time to talk. because something that we are going to bring up in our conversation today because we're both passionate about yeah. this. Yeah. Oh. Totally. And it's interesting when you start looking into your own ways of being, your own patterns, your own beliefs, your own thoughts, about who you think you are, or who you think you're not. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. It's a
0: it's a big thing. So we have decided we are going to have a chat about it because we love talking about it because both of us have experienced this in the past, and it is.
1: What's mm-hmm. our official title for today? The official title of our podcast uh, session today is Ancestral Patterning Beliefs and Traumas. Mm. So whether or not you believe that that is possible or whether or not you don't, it's an interesting conversation to have and to bring curiosity around this about the way that you are in this world and the way your family or your parents are or your grandparents and to actually see, to be curious if there's any um, patterns or belief systems. It's not just behaviour. It's actually our Mm. thinking and even the traumas of our past ancestors.
0: Yeah, it totally, I mean, until people actually sit down and take a minute, they probably just think, oh, you know, That's a load of hogwash, but it's not because there's a lot of, I would probably say there's habits as well. There's a lot of belief around medical issues. And, look, I'm not a doctor, so I can't say that's 100% true, but I know for my case and when I say the example, when we talk about it, it will make sense. Um. And there's something interesting that you said before we came on of what you think that you one of the things that you notice about yourself that is definitely an ancestral thing. Do you want to tell everybody about it?
1: Yes, yes. And it's, you know, it sounds a little, let's put it out there, a little bizarre, but I acknowledge this. And I haven't actually gone digging into this aspect of myself because I I have never had this experience in this lifetime of anything. So what I'm referring to is food. (laughs) So, Very important. Very important. Having food, definitely in my fridge, like I don't like going low in food in my fridge. I need to have food enough in my fridge. And ask me, have I ever been starving? No. Have I ever been without food? No. Did my family feed me heat? Yes, I've (laughs) always had food. Like I've never been without food. I've had the financial means to buy food, access, grow food. But in the deep quagmiles of my ancestral belief, this thing about having food in the cupboard, food somewhere that I can access, um, which is really interesting. And I I wonder whether or not, you know, It's, it's from the past generations, whether mm. it be war or depression, and yeah. them being without food. And that imprint on that DNA, like we inherit not only our ways of being, but our four patterns, our structures, yeah. like sensitivities to illnesses and things like that. So why would that not come down the line? Exactly, exactly. I totally it, agree with you. And probably other things that I haven't really looked into yet, you know, and I do believe what we heal in ourselves, we heal seven, if not more generations, as the latest research, seven generations back, but we also heal and we change seven generations' future.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right, exactly right. And I, um, yeah, A big thing for me with changing ancestral habits was one thing that I'm sure my daughter has taken on board because she has definitely changed the fact of um, finding herself a lovely partner and she's only young. And a lot of people would freak out about this, but it's very important to her because of my history, of the breakdown of my relationship with her dad Um, and, of course, her grandmother's issue with divorce as well. So this was an ancestral issue that we wanted to break because I was telling Tosca before about how when I was growing up, I was absolutely 100% adamant that I was not going to get married and end up in a divorce situation. Well, I did. (laughs) (laughs) I was telling Tosca that it was to the point of ridiculous that my life was becoming parallel to my mother's, even though in my conscious mind I was saying, no, no, it's not going to happen to me. No, 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 no. My subconscious mind, it was following it to the T of the fact of it even started. High school boyfriend, broke up, first husband, same state, not Queensland, marriage broke up. High school sweetheart came back into your life. Nothing happened, but they both still came back just before we got married again for the second time. But I broke that pattern because once my marriage broke up, it was such a big wake-up call for me that I went and did the work to fix that. So I spent 12 months working on myself with a wonderful woman in Melbourne and broke that pattern and then knew what my limits were and all the things that I had Contributed to this relationship breaking down. And now I'm in a very happy marriage for 12 years now. So I broke that one, but you my did. daughter's breaking it at a younger age. She's not going through that to end up in your 40s, you know, like I was getting married again, or I was 51, got married again, but she's breaking it at an earlier age. So I, I so totally believe that these things are so rooted in our subconscious that it's just like you're on automatic pilot. You can say everything that you want out the front, out the front door, but the back door is driving. And yeah, it was just so evident. It's so amazing and interesting.
1: Interesting, all those subconscious patterns that we're not even aware of, and until you look back or you look into your life and go, "Oh my goodness," that paralleled with that. That paralleled with my mum when she did that. She. You know, it's like you and her almost walk the same path.
0: Yeah. Unbelievable. And you know, as far as um I was telling you about my dad. Um, my biological father just he's he's adamant that whatever is happening to him or has happened to him and his body medically, that I have that to look forward to. And I strongly disagree with him every time he says it to me because in his mind because he's that older generation he is in the mindset that oh this happened to my parents their parents their parents this is happening to me so therefore it's going to happen to you and every time he says that to me I'm like well no it's not because my lifestyle is completely different yes the way I treat my body is completely different yes and that to me actually oh just had a little moment that is a way that we can change it as well because we aren't doing the lifestyle habits and the food habits that our parents, their parents, their parents were living their life with. So therefore, our bodies have that chance to be different and to be healthier, which is what I do. I'm not do, I'm not living the lifestyle that my father lived. <laughs> no, I would have been dead years ago. But yeah, I'm not living that. So therefore, I'm not going to have the same issues that he's had that have been passed down.
1: Yeah. And it sounds yeah. like you you're making those conscious, deliberate choices.
0: Mm. Oh yeah, I am. I actually am because you know you can look back and you can see your parents and what they're going through. And I mean that opens up another can of worms, you know, that we are not going to talk about today because I will go down the rabbit hole of prescription medication that my parents live on. I don't to take any medication whatsoever and I completely refuse to because you can see what happens to them. But that's just another part of it. You know, that's another part of making a conscious effort or a decision that you're not going to do that and you do whatever you have to do not to go there. So yeah, I suppose that's another, that's another way to look at it. Lifestyle.
1: Mm.
0: What about yourself? Have you, have you picked up on anything that you've changed? Maybe the way you live your life, and this is in no way us putting crap on our parents or generations for us. It's nothing to do with that.
1: Yeah, not at all. We acknowledge our ancestors and the voices of freedom that they brought to the party for us to be the women that we are today, absolutely. Like, without them leading that generation, we wouldn't be who we are. Correct. and making those active choices, and leading our daughters for more potency and choice and and breaking the systemic entrainment of how women should be and all this conditioning, you know,
0: yeah, absolutely,
1: yeah, um, I know for me, I'm very passionate exactly for our daughters to not fall. I feel like I want to say victim, victim to mm-hmm. the way that it was, and the way society says it has to be, and the way just because I've done it a way, this particular way, and my mother's done it this way, that they can actually choose different. Yeah, they, they don't have to subscribe to the you know ancestral patterns. And once you see it, you go, oh, I'm going to break this pattern. I'm going to not do this. The way it was done. Even though, if my body's going that way, I'm thinking, why am I here again? Like, especially with relationships. Relationships are perfect vehicles for us to see the mirror for ourselves. (laughs) To go, oh my god, my boundaries are out of place, or (laughs) self value, self love. Oh, it's a, it's a cauldron, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is a big cauldron. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know for, I was just thinking for my, um, well, I've got grandmothers and grandparents who lived off the land and how they grew wheat in Australia and all of that, wheat farms. And that sense of seasonal change, that sense of, are we going to have less food? Are we going to have, you know. Bingo, the fridge, bingo. (laughs) The fridge, exactly. So, and I, as I said, it doesn't make wrong or reason to me. Like consciously this body, you know, this reality doesn't make sense. But when yeah. I go back and I think about my ancestors and I think about the journey that they walked through and, you know, the depression, the walls, the the way it was, it, yeah. it doesn't surprise me that I've come here and I go, oh, I have this little thing that's just this, Catching point in myself, and I'm sure if I were to go back, as in really dig deeper into that subconscious patterning belief, yeah, and and go back, like even timeline, like timeline, Mm. and see where did that come from, and what is the the fruits of that belief? Do you know? I mean, what is it that? Oh, yes, there's a meaning, or there's a a diamond hidden behind that, yeah, and then to make the choice of doing something different.
0: Yeah, and I think you're right. It's a it's a freedom that people don't realise that they have. Yeah. We do have that freedom. We don't have to live our lives the way that our parents did, their parents did, so on and so forth. We have got such freedom to do that. I know that when we were growing up at school, it was very much, and this was just my point of view because I came from a very strict Catholic family, that you know there was that thing about um growing up, falling in love, getting married. Yep. Or there was that other thing, and I told you about this before as well. It was like, I'm the princess, clearly. And the knight in shining armour is going to turn up on his horse and he's going to whisk me away and I'm going to live this life of luxury and he's going to take care of me and whatever children that I have and life is going to be fantastic. Well, that didn't happen. <laughs> and that. That actually was the way that I probably grew up thinking, not only because we had the Disney books and all that sort of stuff that we used to read about, you know, Cinderella and Snow White and all that sort of stuff, but that was the thinking, you know. And it was it's really funny now that I think about it. It's like my mum, like my mum's got an older sister. So my older sister led an extremely different life than my mum did. And my aunt grew up and went to uni and became a teacher, married her husband, who was a teacher, who then went on, you know, they moved to Brisbane and they had, they've had. they still got a very successful marriage, you know. They're in their late 80s now and they're still together, three beautiful children. All the children have gone off and done their own thing and never had that thing in their head that they needed to meet somebody. Prince Charming, dead married. But on our side with mum, it was completely different. It was working class. Meet somebody, get married, live your life that way, and it's that's that's how different it can be. I think between even siblings, yes, but the way they grow up. And I, Mum's actually said to me that she the way she sees the life that she grew up with, and the way that Auntie Tony sees the life that they grew up with, is completely different. Tony talks about these things where. You know, there was always financial hardship and arguments and stuff. And mum, mum's like oblivious to it. She, She's like, what? They lived hard and they were very poor and they, you know, it was lucky to have an ice cream once a year or whatever. But maybe that's what drove Auntie Tony to go, no, I'm going to uni. I'm going to give myself a better life. But mum had a nice life and she was just like, oh, well, I'm just going to do what my dad did. I'm just going to live my life in Cairns and I'm going to get a job and get married. And that's it. So it's very different, I think, the way that people see the world and maybe that's got something to do with it. I don't know.
1: Yeah, and how interesting is that to go mm. two people from the same family that were brought up in the same household mm. have made two distinct, clear, whether it, whether it's conscious or unconscious, <laughs> decisions on how they're going to live their life. Yeah. It's really quite bizarre. Mm.
0: And there's only three years between them. It's not like it's a massive mm. difference in age between them. Mm. But, yeah. Interesting.
1: Interesting how you can be in the same family, have a different relationship with your mum or father and siblings, and then create a whole different situation for your life. Even yeah. though you're both in that hub, you're both... Um, involved in that implicit explicit change of beliefs and values and family culture mm. leave that place. amazing isn't it, it it's is. amazing it is and what do you
0: think what do you think of the the i mean we're not going to go down the medical road because like i said neither of us are doctors no but the thing, no not touching that one um there will be no diagnosis in this podcast so <laughs> We were talking before about how I said to you that my grandmother had mature-age diabetes, and I know why my grandmother had mature-age diabetes, because she liked a lot of sugar. Yes. But because my mum used to go to the same doctor that long decades ago, the same doctor said to my mum, well, your mum has got mature diabetes. You're going to get it. My mum doesn't have diabetes, let me just tell you right now. She's fine. But how's that that an actual medical doctor told her to expect the fact that she's going to get diabetes because her mother had it? Interesting. Very interesting. And that's where I touch on the generational yeah. medical issues, which I'm not saying that you won't have medical issues if you you know, your parents have got something or they've got a weakness yeah. somewhere. I'm just saying that it's interesting how these things Uh, played out even from the medical profession so yeah
1: that's another thing do you have anything like that that you've Um, experienced or know of yeah 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 um i know on my mother's side that they've had this propensity for high blood pressure
0: right
1: my mother's had a propensity my brother's had a propensity some of my aunts have had a propensity and Mm -hmm. my mum lovingly said to me you're going to have high blood pressure and i said to her i don't want high blood pressure i will do everything i can to support myself with not having high blood pressure i said i don't want that you know and i'm not saying it's never going to happen or whatever but in this point in time i'm making a decision where i'm doing everything i can if that sensitivity is in my gene pool what can yeah. i do to support myself yep and it's Interesting that you know, like I don't know if you've heard of white collar blood pressure. I go to the doctors and my yeah. blood pressure, instantly- oh yeah. white coat, white coat anxiety.
0: Oh my gosh, yes. I know exactly yes.
1: what you mean. Yes, yep. white coat anxiety. So I go there and then sometimes my blood pressure goes up. So I do my breath work, I do my meditations, I do imagination, use all the tools. So I know that's a propensity, and for whatever reason, it's there. Then the doctor says to me, take home the blood pressure kit and do it at home. I do it at home. It's normal. It's no problem. Morning, day, night testing, no problem at all. So the other day I went to the doctor, and she's taken my blood pressure, and because this has happened over a period of decades, um. (laughs) That's like I almost armor myself and go, oh, here we go again and here we're going to have this conversation. And I thought to myself, I know she's going to put that blood pressure on my arm and I thought I'm not, to, I'm not going to give it the power that I normally give it to go, oh, my God, and talk myself into a state. I went, okay, that's that blood pressure. I'm going to keep talking about something else. I didn't even acknowledge. She said, oh, let me have a look. So talky, talk, talk, talk. And then afterwards, she just took it off, and I thought that's a surprise. Normally, they say, "Oh, you're so high," and da 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 da. And she goes, and I had to ask her. Normally, they're always the one telling me. I said, "Oh, so what was my blood pressure today?" She goes, "Normal. Don't worry about it." Wait, it's gone. I went first time ever that confirmation wow. that the blood pressure that that active way of really looking into that and knowing yourself made a difference. So from now on I am going to recall that memory up, that belief, that system that, yeah, I can go to the doctor and I can have a blood pressure reading that's not going to be out of the, you know, totally elevated. Wow. See, that just goes to show, doesn't it? It does. And my beautiful mother has the same white-collar anxiety um, my dad didn't, but it's interesting. If you talk about genetics, it's like, okay, where where do you make the choice where it's gonna stop? Or you're gonna make that point where you go, We're not gonna do this anymore, you know?
0: Yeah, well, I made that conscious decision I wasn't gonna go on medication for anything.
1: Yeah. Unless I was dying, of course. Yes.
0: But things like when my marriage broke up, and everything was always said to me with love. Not a word of a lie. When my first marriage broke up, the subject of um, antidepressants was brought in. Well, my marriage just broke up. Of course, I'm sad, disappointed, embarrassed, all of the emotions. But I said to my mum, no, I'm not going there. I'm not going down the pharmaceutical road of getting on prescriptions. And um, I remember the poor doctor, he gave me, he was a wonderful doctor I had in Melbourne and he 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 gave me some sleeping tablets because I couldn't sleep obviously a bit stressed you know oh my crackers I had half a tablet I was out for 12 hours wow. so I, I've never touched sleeping tablets again either but the thing yeah it's like my mum said well you know This person in our family takes antidepressants and that person in our family takes antidepressants and that person and I take them and stuff. So it probably would be a help. And I was like, no, no, to this day, I've never taken any sort of prescription drugs. And I think, yeah, you just make that decision Mm. that you're going to find an alternative way Mm. to Mm. Look at this ailment, but obviously, I mean, both of us aren't stupid that we're not going to go and see a doctor if something exactly. is not like rectifying itself. Yeah, but there's always that opportunity to go down a different road first and just, you know, take a look at other things. And yeah, like mm. you said, you do your deep breathing and you do your visualization and all that mm. sort of stuff. Mm. I still can't go to the doctors without my blood pressure going. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't go to the doctor's lot. <laughs> I don't, don't know the last time I went to the doctor's, it was probably about four years ago, and I was just like, no, I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm not sick. Because <laughs> I
1: just, I can feel it. It's like. Whoa. The doctor,
0: she just looks at me.
1: <laughs> Interesting, hey. Yeah. They must get so,
0: like, it must be such a personal, you know, dig at them because these people are coming in going,
1: I'm so frightened to see you. <laughs>
0: they're just people
1: they're just people absolutely like us yeah Um, what would you say if people our our listeners and our viewers and I invite them to really make a comment on this if they've noticed this ancestral um, patterning or belief or traumas that they feel that it is a part of them obviously but it's not current in their being right now is from some ancestral pattern. What would you say, what would you feel would be a good place to start looking into that? I really
0: think if you sit down, and I mean we're not going to get where we want you, but if you sit down and you really start to look at things that maybe has happened to one of your parents and is there something in your life that is very similar to that? And you've got to be honest with yourself because a lot of us don't want to admit that because there's that old saying of, oh, my gosh, I just heard my mother's voice come out of my own mouth, you know, things like that. Yes. You've really got to look at it. And if someone does in your family does say to you, look, you've got this to look forward to, you've got to make a conscious effort to yourself to go, no, I don't. I'm not going to get something just because my parents had it, aunt and uncle had it, grandparents had it. And I think maybe looking into some form of, especially anxiety, I think a lot of people have anxiety these days and that's, I'm sure that's handed down. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Probably once you can ascertain, is there something that you are experiencing or have been told that you possibly will experience because of family history that you start looking like you did? Like, you know, you were so adamant that you were not going to have this issue with your blood pressure. And I know that, you know, you do all these wonderful things and you've said to me before, put your legs up against the wall. If your blood pressure is going up, that'll help reduce it. There is so much that you can look at once you can consciously say to yourself, Oh, that's, yeah, I can see that. I do that. Yeah. And it's not just medical. Hey, it's no, it can be habits, it can be the way that you carry yourself, it can be the way that you look at other people, it can be the way that you judge or the way that you um have your relationship with your loved ones or whatever. It can be, it can, oh my gosh, there's it's just like a whole array of subjects that it can relate to.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah.
0: What about you? What do you think?
1: Yeah, I I agree. I think taking that time to really contemplate and look into yourself about especially when things are not working for you, you know, you can choose whether or not those good patterns are working for you. Hey, go for it. But if there's patterns in your behaviour and thinking that you think, I just don't understand this. I just don't know where this is from or, oh, yes, I do know where it's from. It's from my grandmother or my parents or whatever. It's not to blame. It's just to sort of shine a light on it to go, okay, it is there. And it's my responsibility to look into it and for me to make a different choice, for me to meet that subconscious pattern belief with support. Like this type of work can be really tricky. It doesn't mean you can't do it by yourself, but to actually really have a wonderful support network around you to go, I'm ready to go into this. I'm ready to release. I'm ready to meet my fear and all of this. That's not bringing me closer to my goal or desire or relationship or job yeah to actually yeah. get support and
0: to yeah I, that support is a big thing and that brings me on to something else it's a good segue so for all the people that have not followed us or you're new to our program there is one person in this group in this coupling who is very good at that and i have done um a couple of Tosca's courses and she is very well equipped To help you with all of this sort of subconscious beliefs. Um, In both of the courses, we were just going through my notes from one of the courses that she did with me. And I think if you can get someone, and it's got to be, it's got to feel right. It does. If you don't relate to Tosca, that's cool. There's other people out there. However, I'm just offering that as uh, someone that you can actually look up and find out what she can do. But to be supported, to let go of these ancestral beliefs and traumas and um, habits, it can be so freeing. You have to do the work, however, I can tell you it's pretty bloody good. Yeah, so yeah, I think that a takeaway from this episode probably would be to have a look at. Um, Tosca's to website, if, you, if you've if you decided that you want to go down that pathway, because it, it does, it really opens your eyes up to a different type of life, you know. And I, I've just got a thought in my head because there's a lot of families out there that are very deep in dysfunction. Yes. That don't realise the old wheel that they're on and they're bringing it down. And um I could use someone as an example, but I won't because he hasn't given me permission to do that. So I'm not going to. Um, however, I have seen family generations that are quite, everything's a drama. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everything is a drama. Every generation is a drama. Always drama, drama, drama. These are one of the things that can be handed down as well. So if you come from one of the families, can I just say to you that life can be peaceful. It can be very peaceful. <laughs> but you can actually go through the steps easily to get yourself out of this habit, ancestral trauma, ancestral um, thought patterns, and there is help. There's always help. And there's always someone there to support you, and Tosca is one of those people. And if you feel the need, I would look her up. Hmm.
1: OscarD.com. oh wow (laughs) thanks amanda (laughs) absolutely i agree i think whether or not people want to check me out or send me a message or whatever they want to do and if i'm not that person by all means go and seek support somewhere else like your life and the way you live your life is so important this one beautiful precious life and if you feel like you're being held back or you feel like you're just not going in the direction that you want to go into and you don't understand why and you've done all these things, get support because there'll be something there, whether it's your belief, well, probably big part of it, your belief, your self-sabotage, your procrastination, whatever yeah. that is and once you once you shine a light and once you realize it's like boom oh okay that's why oh now i see it now i'm fully conscious about it
0: yeah yeah
1: and look it doesn't happen overnight but once
0: you've got the tools it's just it's just so freeing i mean my life has not been so peaceful that it has since i started doing the work on myself yeah yeah and my life was oh my gosh Like he was always living in drama,
1: Mm.
0: always living in that nervous system that was always running at 100 miles an hour instead of Mm. let's just be peaceful, you know? Mm. There is a better way. There is a better way. And we would like to shine that light on it for everybody.
1: Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you for a delicious conversation and, you know, bringing this Topic up because it is something to talk about and you know explore and be curious and to see what wisdom it brings you. Mm,
0: absolutely, because unless you know, unless you sort of sit back and, and take it all in and think about it, you just don't know. No, you don't. You think that life is that—that's how it is when it's not. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't have to be.
1: It doesn't have to be. Yeah. You
0: have to make the decision. Mm. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, oh, beautiful people. Thank you for listening to us. Please like, follow us, please share it with your friends, do a binge pod on us, whatever you like. <laughs> um, we are really here to really um provoke those conversations, the ones that may not be the mainstream conversation, but to actually start the conversation about change and being that fierce goddess in your life. Um Absolutely. And- yeah, and having stay that. Fierce. Was, absolutely, stay fierce. Yeah. Okay, from our hearts to yours, may you be happy, may you be well, and may you always know you are loved. Mwah.